You know what it is. Welcome to 90s R&B University, educating the miseducated on all things rhythm and blues. Hey. And you know who it is. That's right. It's your boy, B, the professor, and joined with my hitter, my hitter, my main, the tight verse over a perfect beat. <laughs> Give it up for Shan, everybody, the first lady. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing <laughs> how you, today? How you feeling, Shan? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we have a very, very special guest with us today. I heard. Who we, we got? We do. We have Chastity Buckley of Midnight R&B Edition. She, she's joining us. She's going to be our co-host for us today. How are you doing today, Chastity? I am good. I am so honored to be on your show today. Uh, so blessed. A lot of crazy stuff been happening to me this week, but you know what? God got me, and I'm just blessed right. and just to be on your show and just love to talk about music. So every time I get to talk about music, this is like therapy. This is like my peace, my love, and just my zen. So I love it. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, oh. happy to have you. Yeah, it is a pleasure to have you. You know, we mm -hmm. love these collaborations, especially with people that we're big fans of. And we yes. love Midnight R&B Edition. We do. Uh, always bringing the fire on social media. So we love this. Um, always checking to see what you're doing, see how we can step our game up. Right. <laughs> look, 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 I say this all the time, we in this together because I, like I tell people like, you know, I may be, you know, on the grind, but like I said, when I see my people make it and I make it, we all make it together. So I'm just excited. I hear that. That's right. It's like the, the ill town family. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, so we have to ask you, because that's what we do when we people come on the show. We got to ask, mm -hmm. you know, what are your top five must-have albums that you just always can go to and no skips? Mm -hmm. What are they? Okay, my top five, everybody knows my top five. Number one album of all time is Brandy. Never say never. That Ooh. is All right now. That's a good one. That is a good no one. No skips at all. <laughs> no skips. Perfect album. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. I mean, I actually was 15. My mom's boyfriend, like, years ago, had got me that album, and I stayed home for two months because that's how obsessed I was with that wow. album. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's my baby. It's my life. It's my heart. So, like I say, never say never is one. Um, mm -hmm. What is another one I like? I like Johnny Taylor Eargasm. It's one mm -hmm. of my A lot of people don't talk about Johnny Taylor all they the time. They don't. They don't. And I feel like with him, he's the first like artist in history, ever artist in history to go platinum. And nobody talks about him. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking about, we talking about people that like Aretha, Sam Cooke, like everybody before him never went platinum but him. And so he came in 1976. So mm -hmm. Eric is another one like No Skips. I love blues. It's my heart. It's my soul. One of my favorites. My third one is Usher Confessions. I feel mm. like that's perfect R&B album. Oh, yeah. it is. A lot of people, um, I wouldn't say not sleep on it, but a lot of people just don't talk about being a perfect album because, you know, even though it went diamond and stuff, and I've interviewed Ryan, told me on my show about that, uh, about parts of that album that he was a part of, but that album is like perfection to me because even mm -hmm. though Usher, with all the craziness that went down with that album, he kind of marketed into a great tool, but not even that it was perfect because it was real army. And so mm -hmm. I love that album. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Um, a fourth one, I think, for me would be, let me see, I'm trying to think number four. A number four album, I think, for me, would be Destiny's Child, Destiny Fulfilled. That is actually really? one of mm, okay. yes. I thought I, you were going to say the other one. I did, know, too. Writing on the wall. <laughs> right no, I don't know why. I'm not going to lie. Like, I love the other album, but I think something about Destiny Fulfilled, even though it was, like, the last one, it was, like, mm -hmm. 
the growth and maturity of them being women, being in relationships, but like they're my favorite group in the whole wide world. So if I had to go to any other album, it's going to be actually that one. That's like my favorite, favorite album from them. Even though I was young, the maturity of it and the sound and, you know, the songs. And I know it's been a lot of controversy because everybody think Katie, Katie, you was a slave song. It's not a Never slave. Never happened. Never no, happened. We're not canceling Katie to you. We're not. No. Child, tell these folks on social media, they, they go a whole nother level. <laughs> it's my uh it's one of my favorite perfect army albums because i like it from the beginning to the end i love the um free you know through love i just love mm-hmm. the whole album it's beautiful um i, I agree that- with you on that you know mm-hmm. it's it's a place where all the ladies, like there were no egos. They had nothing to prove at this point. Yeah. But they all brought what they've been bringing as solo artists to the table. And it was fantastic piece. I, a great I, body of work. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. They, like you said, they pieced out over there after they went all their solo ways. So, I mean, it was dope. And that one, and I would say my fifth one, I think a fifth one, even though a lot of people don't talk about it, even though it made 50 years, it would be probably probably Marvin Gaye, What's Going On. That's, well, a, that's one of my favorites. That's a classic. Oh. That was a favorite Definitely. of mine. Um, yeah, I've been years since I've listened to that album. I think in 2021, when I finally heard it again, because I think my uncle, he was the one that got me onto it, because like my family, they're big, blue, soul, R&B mm-hmm. head. But Marvin Gaye, for me, is like a treasure. Like a lot of people, he's a national treasure. And for that album to be... Actually, it was the number one album out of the 500 albums that Rolling Stones did. That's right. Um, album, top albums of all time. It was dope. And I was just really proud. And just listening back, you know, again, years later as an adult now, it's like, wow, you really listen to the album. And it's a lot of stuff. Police brutality, mm-hmm. Black people. You know, we really, really have to stick together because Marvin was talking about this stuff and, you know, save the children. Like, we have to save everybody. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, yeah that would be number five for me. But yeah, those would be like my top five perfect R&B albums. Y'all threw me with that. That's, that's what we do. We try, we try. You know, it to, it's to come from the heart. Well, you're a little <laughs> you loop know? there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But definitely, Marvin, you know, it's yes. we have, it reminds me that we have a lot more work to, to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, it's one of those albums where you can't put just like, oh, I'm going to put this one song on. No, yeah, it's, yeah. you got to play the whole thing. Just a lot 45 minutes because you just need to <laughs> immerse yourself in the musicality, Definitely. everything, the subject matter, everything about that yep. album is flawless to me. So you roasted the occasion. We we couldn't throw a curveball at you. He <laughs> <laughs> was ready, prepared and ready. <laughs> so talk to us a little about how uh, Midnight RB edition came came to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, um, I actually was a, you know, like I told you, I'm a huge Brandy fan. I actually was, did a fan page of Brandy first. So okay. I kind of, that was like my gear start. I had like some type of, you know, premonition or whatever like that, but not even too much. Last year, I had lost my father. So, so it was a hard, yeah, it was a hard uh, road for me last year. And I just had a lot of personal stuff going on. And I don't know why, you know, when the pandemic hit, like, you know, something, I guess, in the spirit, Holy Spirit, somebody talked to me talking about make a page. I was like, what? Make a page? I'm like, what? It didn't make any sense to me. So when I started kind of doing that content of, you know, fan pages, it was cool for the moment. But I felt like, you know, um, my friend JR, who I do the RB representatives, what I don't do it with him, but he's a friend of mine from the RB representatives. Mm-hmm. I always steal him away sometimes and have him on my show. We did um, Brandy's um, album that came out B7 last year and it kind of really kind of inspired me because I love how the way he was so free and flowing, you know, he did his own thing, mm-hmm. but not even just that. I was like, well, I think I can come and do this because I love RB music and, you know, even though Brandy's my, my number one artist, I feel like, you know, I want to give everybody a chance to have their spotlight and tell their story. So I literally took upon myself after my 31st birthday, six days after I was like, I'm going to make a page. <laughs> so 
I made another page. I brand stopped. It was actually called Midnight Love Edition because, you know, I took that concept from uh, Midnight Love VT. Y'all remember that back Ooh. in the day? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. we love. Oh, Lord, that's my show. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it was just so dope. And I was like, wow, I think Midnight Love needs to come back in some type of way. But let me make it to a point where I interview artists and not even that, just give them their flowers and homage. And like I said, I have to shout out my girls, Divine. I don't know if y'all remember Divine back Lately. in the day. Mm-hmm. Yes, lately. I love my girls. They actually were the one who opened the doors for me and, you know, opened that spotlight. But first, but I would say the first, first artist, well, artist, you know, songwriter I've ever interviewed ever in my entire life before then was Gordon Chambers. He, mm-hmm. dope songwriter. Yeah. Pin game, everything crazy. He was like my first interview ever in history. So he kind of inspired me in some type of way to go out and branch and do something. But not even that, only give, also give, you know, songwriters and producers, you know, credit for their knowledge in the industry. And so when I did that, I, I'm about to, you know, jump off and do something else. So I was like, I jumped off, left that. And ever since then, the rest has been history. Now I changed the name actually uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. And so once I did that, I went to Midnight Army Edition. So. But yeah, the rest been history. So it's been a it's been a great experience. It's been a beautiful journey. Been rough, uh, you know, from time to time. But I wouldn't trade it for the world because it really inspired me and changed me who I am today. So love my show. That's well, you, That's good. yeah, you hit the ground running for sure. I mean, for this to only be started during the pandemic and mm-hmm. to have like twenty seven thousand, you know, hundred people following you and just the the breadth of posts and interviews and. Yes. Uh, knowledge that you bring to the table because you don't just do these surface uh, conversations you do a deep dive mm-hmm. into the music and its origin so we really appreciate that and love every time that you sit down with people and enlighten us because you know it's hard to educate me and Shane but you know <laughs> <laughs> when people can do that we love them for it <laughs> oh, thank you so much no problem so, you know, of course, you you started this during the pandemic. You know, the great news is that things are starting to open back up. I'm really yes. excited about that. I'm really excited because I was a concert head <laughs> before the pandemic. Yeah, love take all my money. Every menu, take all my money so I can be in the front <laughs> row. You know, so I'm excited. The tours are coming back, y'all. We've mm-hmm. been seeing a lot of announcements. Uh, so we should talk about some of those shows that have been announced or that are happening right now. Yes. Uh, Shan, I know that your boy is already out there on the road doing mm-hmm. his thing uh bruno mars has a yes. residency that started was it last week yeah it was um, last week yeah um at the park mgm uh you know i'm super excited because usher launches Ooh. today his residency <laughs> say that again what's that <laughs> you know, i love me some usher yes he launches his residency at the coliseum in caesar's mm-hmm. palace i will be there tomorrow so Ooh. check me out I might have to do a little live footage from the show. <laughs> don't <laughs> you, know, you tell me nothing. I don't want to hear anything about the show. I'm going to tell I you got. everything. Don't you I'm, tell me nothing. I'm going to record the whole thing. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I can't wait to hear all the songs. Because like you said, um, Chastity, you know, with Confessions, Usher really did have a period where My Way, 8701, mm-hmm. Confessions, these are all perfect albums. Like, no skips. Yeah. yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. I, there's no way that I can just pick one song. I have to let the whole thing uh, ride out. So I'm listen, looking forward to hearing all of them in one shot. Hopefully I don't pass out, but I'm looking forward to all of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Erica Badu, she Ooh, just announced that she that is um, getting on the road. She's starting at Radio City. Chastity is over here snapping, which is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> My Dallas sister. That's Dallas. I live in Arlington, so she's not far from me. That's that's. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You and Shan, soul sisters. We are close. We are close. I'm like, I'm out here and play now. What? Yes. 
You just so have hops giving jump away. Y'all hanging out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Erica Badu does not even need to make an album. I don't care what she's doing. She can give me the same stuff from Baduism, Mama's Gun. I will be a happy camper. I'll be right there. Like, exactly. I don't care. <laughs> when she did those uh, quarantine concerts, I was there at the late of night. Yeah, we, they, yes. Oh, yeah. And did not care that this was this was music that I heard time and time and decades <laughs> before. Yeah. New addition, y'all. New addition. I saw that. I was excited. Man, they signed a new deal, and now they're going to be doing a residency. I'm really I excited think it's about seeing be great all for the. Them. Yeah, we might take a road trip. We're going to pick up Chastity going. and hit the road. We, we definitely go. going. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm down with it, and I'm happy all six of them are, are on this yeah. tour. Same, same uh, here. Yeah. I know some stuff last year with them, but I'm so happy they got it together because, you know, Bobby went through a lot. And, he, you know, he, con- he continues to go through a lot. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. for them to have what they had and, you know, trying to all this stuff from the past, I'm so happy, you know, they reunited and they came back. All six of them came back together mm-hmm. and now on a court. Thank you, Jesus. But, yeah. um, I'm definitely, I'm excited. I would love to go see New Edition. Like, they're my family, my cousin's a diehard New Edition fan. He loves mm-hmm. my style. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. I already it know. It is, it is. Um, I've seen the, you know, the, the State of the Union and the BVD, but I'm really looking forward to seeing them all come together. And, and with Johnny, too? Oh, man. I'm oh, there. yes, yes. <laughs> hands down. Mm-hmm. These are the things that turn boys to men. <laughs> you go. Start already. Just you in case you didn't know, I'll be saying. <laughs> he does. He does. Man, so I can't wait. Uh, and the biggest event, of course, being 90s R&B karaoke hosted yes. by Zumbo Media is coming back on August 28th. Have you been to any of these events, Chastity? Oh, Please me? tell me. Yes. No, I, no, I haven't. Oh, we got to get you in. Oh, yes, definitely. Man, this is a, it's an event. They were, at the time y'all were doing it, I actually seen the process. I thought it was really dope, but I was actually in grad school at the time. So I really couldn't be out and about in the streets. I was like, child, look, before we open, I was already locked up trying to focus on school. So I, you was not going to get me nowhere to go and come. And, and say, <laughs> No. But now I'm graduating and stuff, I definitely wanted to do more stuff. And I suddenly when COVID hit, I was trying to go out, you know, the concerts, you mm-hmm. know, trying to get myself to be out there because, you know, grad school is a lot of work. So when you're in grad school, you really don't have time to, you know, enjoy yourself. So this time around, I definitely want to go to 90s R&B karaoke. I heard it's really yeah, we need you to do a little uh, Never Say Never medley. Or we something. do. <laughs> <laughs> a retrospective. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to hit that tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's my favorite. So I'm going to hit tomorrow. I can hit that bridge, but I'm going to try as best as I can. And all that, and we good. <laughs> well, we will see yeah. you there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm in, I'm in rehearsal right now, man. <laughs> I know you are. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's my segment that I love, you know. Yes. It's uh album bursaries. <laughs> <laughs> when we get when we get Raphael Sadiq on the show one day, we'll have yes, to record yes. the actual one. <laughs> but for now you gotta deal with me. <laughs> so this is you know what it is. We talk about the albums who are celebrating anniversary mm-hmm. uh this week. Um, Monica's Miss Thang is mm. finally legal. She turns 21. Ooh, wow. I still can't believe this was how was she eight, nine when she recorded the scene? <laughs> in the womb. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> I was 12, I was eight, I was 10. <laughs> we don't know. We, we don't, we really don't know, know, but it's an amazing piece of work. Oh, uh, 
oh, yeah. before you walk out my life and why mm-hmm. I love you so much and my jam like this and like that. Like, <laughs> oh. And the, you know, don't take it personal and yes. all those, but it's yes. just mm-hmm. love that record. I revisited it uh, not too long ago and was in here skating to the music and all them songs <laughs> I forgot about. You skate. <laughs> 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 I'm determined to have a hot skate summer. All right, then. All right, now. <laughs> uh, also, 21 is Escapes Off the Hook album. Mm-hmm. I remember when I got this album and it just blew me away. It just didn't sound like the first Escape album at all Mm-mm. to me. It was a mature um, new ladies, the, of course, that Who Can I Run To and Do You Want To? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I love this album so much and it, it just it moves so well and it, it's one of those where no skips to me it's perfect perfect mm-hmm. record uh mm-hmm. puff daddy in the family no way out i'm new york so you know you <laughs> all day <laughs> this was a big moment for us every every yeah. time you stepped out in the streets in brooklyn you heard something from this album mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure and I, I don't know how it was on other parts of the world but it was oh, crazy in new york city I was like- it was everywhere. You, Sean, I call him Sean. I don't call Sean. him Diddy. Sean <laughs> was everywhere. I'm telling you, when I was a little girl, they he was everywhere. You couldn't yeah. escape. You could and not the mace and uh, yeah. Oh, they took for the, they took off for the 99, 97, whatever. 2000. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, are we Bone Thugs and Harmony fans? I, I am. Mm. Bone Thugs and Harmony. They're actually going I'm back on tour to... with um, TLC. They this, are. Uh, they this are. fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the Crazy Sexy Cool anniversary tour. Uh, but they released this magnum opus, this Art of War, which is like 28 songs. Was it two CDs or was it three? I can't even remember. I think it was like two. It was two. It was two, yeah. But it, yeah, but it had my jam if I could teach the world and look into my <laughs> eyes. And yeah, I was I was here for that one. <laughs> um, I'm happy you big them up because a lot of people don't give them a lot of credit. They don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they they taught me a lot about enunciation. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and singing. And singing while doing it. Yeah. This was yeah. <laughs> Pay way for the Beyonce style mm-hmm. of singing. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> uh, Joe to see the show, the after party, the hotel. Ooh, all right. Yes. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> what you about to say? What are you about no, to say? That, I, you know, this was one of, I remember the day I got my portable CD player and I bought three albums. You know, I bought Miss Thing, I bought Michael Jackson History, and I bought this album right here. Wow. And you know, get on up, forget it. I love that, that, song, that was yeah. just that, oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that was one. Makes you feel good, and mm-hmm. of course, you know, freaking you, and that's so, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, and happy twentieth birthday to uh, Aaliyah, the mm-hmm. Red album, the yes. self-titled debut, mm-hmm. final final work. Uh, one of all of us, you know, we mm-hmm. we love this album. Uh, hit us like a ton of bricks when mm-hmm. when she she passed. Uh, you know, Chastity, I know that you are about to do um, something beautiful tomorrow, which is tribute this album. Mm-hmm. So if you want to talk about that, we'd love to uh, invite our listeners to also check you out. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, it's actually going to be next Saturday. So it's a week from tomorrow. It's a week from tomorrow. I'm going to be uh, going live with the talented multi two-time Grammy Award producer, songwriter, and musician, Mr. Eric Seats. He will be joining me on the 20th anniversary next Saturday, July 17th, we are going to be celebrating the Red Album, which I'm beyond excited. If y'all remember him, he produced Rock the Boat. Mm-hmm. He 
Loose Raps, he produced almost nine songs off the whole album. So the key beats, shout out to them, Rapture, Rest in Peace, The Static Major. I mean, they were all over the album. I'm beyond excited to have them on my platform next Saturday. Um, we're going to be getting ready to celebrate the 20th anniversary that came out in the U.S. July 17th. Mm-hmm. So I'm beyond excited. I'm so proud, you know, to have him on my show. He is such a jewel. And we're just going to be celebrating the album for what it was and, you know, the accomplishments and everything. You know, you know, this was, you know, Baby Girl's last final album. Yes. Once I celebrate her because you know this album really kind of took her in the stratosphere after she passed so you know before I mean sadly before after she passed she just went superstar status but you know I'm so excited and honored to have Eric on the show because a lot of people don't talk about Eric I mean Eric not only produced you know the red album he produced stuff off of Romeo Almost Die Mm -hmm. he did Penny Women Part 2 my favorite song And he did what my girls at. He produced that too. So like Eric needs his flowers deserve. And I'm just so honored to have them on my uh, platform next Saturday on the Midnight RB Edition um show. So I'm excited. I'm really excited. It's gonna be at 12 o'clock uh, Central Time, one o'clock Eastern Time. All right, All right everybody. I-, I will be tuned in because Eric it. is such a quiet beast. And I really yeah. wanna hear his his part in the journey oh, that yes. we know is such a classic, iconic yeah. album from Aliyah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so many memories around that album and I, I I always every year celebrate by playing it and well we play it all year round let's be real <laughs> but you know, <laughs> make sure you play it on <laughs> the street date yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh man so we are glad you are here because we are talking about a topic that requires a bit of uh deep exploration and we know that that's what you do <laughs> you know so yeah. so every song begins with great lyrics mm-hmm. and today we are talking about those those pen writers those people who pen the amazing songs that we know and love we give a lot of credit yes. to the the singer but it's really all about the words and, uh-huh. uh, that come the Midas touch that comes out of somebody's pen to mm-hmm. to really connect with us and write write our hearts and kill us softly with their songs. Um, so we're glad you're here because we're going to talk about the real songwriters of R&B. We, that's Ooh. what we're going to title it. <laughs> I'm true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's kick it off. Shan, I'm going to let you take it away. All right. So we are going to start this thing off with Babyface. Oh, we starting ah. with Babyface. We're we just going to start there. We're we starting right here. Okay. And I'm strong. <laughs> The king. Yes, he is. There was never a pen before Babyface came along. (laughs) (laughs) There is nothing this man can't write. Like to this day, one of the greatest storytellers of rhythm and blues for the Mm -hmm. nineties. You know, not just for you know other artists, but himself as well. He's responsible for so much. Like, I don't even know what a world would be like without Babyface or what R&B would sound like without Babyface's contributions. You know, whether it's Whitney Houston or Tevin Campbell or Karen White or Johnny Gill, the list goes on. TLC, Mary J. Blige, Tony Braxton, hello. The whole Tony Braxton (laughs) first Right, yes. (laughs) You know, and just to be able to take on the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, write an entire soundtrack where you have to kind of be a chameleon in a way Mm -hmm. and match the song perfectly to an artist. And there were like 16 different artists he's writing for. I still can't believe. That's a lot. You know, and scored the movie and just- Everything else that he does. (laughs) Everything, you know? Yes. He's so, so necessary to the the genre. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm curious, Chastity, on your your view of baby mm-hmm. face. I know I heard you sigh and go woo, so that's a good thing. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. I feel like baby face is the father to Neo. I've always said that. <laughs> baby face is just so talented. I mean, he can take anybody's perspective and make it into a beautiful um song. It's crazy because I'm thinking about it now. My cousin actually got married to his song. Every time I close my eyes, it's so. Hey, Shan, who's featured on that song? Sorry. <laughs> uh, Chastity, I always find a way to uh, work the, Mariah Carey into the conversation. Yes, yes. The queen of the lambs. Look, I think I'm a hidden lamb. No shame, but I think I'm a hidden lamb because I love me some Mariah Carey. But yeah, we will I'm, induct you. Yeah, but um, Babyface to me is a he is one of the most prolific songwriters of our time. He is that guy that can put his pen to work and make somebody's story from a woman's perspective and make it so real and authentic. I love what he did um, with Mary J. Blige with Not Gonna Cry. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you see what he did in the scene in the movie. He you know, t- took it in retrospect and took it as a heartbreak song about what a woman was going through when she loves a man so much and gave her all and then he loved her. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> He's the man. I'm saying? So yeah. what I love about Babyface is he's so... I kind of with his pen and it's crazy because now he's on a songwriting camp as we speak, you know, and helping us right. writers, you know, helping with their crowd. And I just love how he just, you know, just gives away everything that he does because he has really been a history maker in the R&B genre. And like I said, he can hit any genre. So it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. R&B. He's hitting pop. He's hitting Folk all types music. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Country, all I care. Look. Because <laughs> he's Anything. that. He is. He is. He's 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 one. Of, I think he's my top. I think he may be in my top two. I, he is my part of my top two. He's that dude. Mm-hmm. He is. He definitely is. I think one of my favorite uh, Babyface songs is probably so many, but one of my favorites is from the TLC, a crazy, sexy, cool album, and digging on you. Like oh, that's just yeah. such a cool. Uh, mellow song like it is yeah that's just it's one of my mm-hmm. favorites i wore that tape out in that song <laughs> <laughs> i wore the cd out same, i had to switch here. over to the cd i was like i ain't got no more uh tape <laughs> this tape was gone honey. Tape was gone. Chester, yeah. that's a good point you know what's, what's your favorite is is it not gonna cry is that your or um i think favorite? my favorite baby face song would have to be sitting up in my room by brandy mm. mm-hmm my favorite because I mean fun record. I, I can go back to that and that's just a bop I mean uh and can we talk about Tevin Campbell oh, I mean I was yes. I was gonna say when that beat drops we saw the for black people go woo <laughs> <laughs> my cousin dance off them for they wedding so yeah I mean I mean baby face has been a part of my family a lot and you know I didn't even mm-hmm. think about now talking about it with you that um it was in 94 one of my well my cousin my oldest cousin got married and they their first dance was can we talk i thought it was the weirdest thing but it was it was crazy but my other cousin in 2006 she got married and the baby face every time i close my eyes and like i said it's crazy from a 90 song somebody gets married in 2006 that's really mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's huge but yeah i mean baby face is always forever going to be the probably one of the top prolific songwriters of our time so yes it creates timeless music timeless yeah. music and we got the shout out of course uh end of the road because oh yes yes where's the <laughs> neck abby where's the neck where's the, where's the neck <laughs> and uh, gotta hit the, that wanye one time <laughs> oh wanye <laughs> hurt myself many a time singing that song <laughs> 
Hmm. All right, let's keep it moving. So I'm hmm. I'm gonna throw another queen in the pack because we, we can't even hold this this back. Hmm. Uh, Diane Warren. It has oh. to be said. <laughs> if if you need a ballad in the nineties, yes, you need Diane Warren Thanks. for sure. Absolutely. Like she is the the go to queen for if you want a heartfelt song that's mm-hmm. gonna cross barriers and cross charts and everybody knows her songs and no matter if you're an R&B head or a pop band or a country whatever you just know these songs across the board um in the R&B sector of course your girl Brandy have you mm-hmm. ever yep. <laughs> that was it you know she was really giving out uh, these songs to all of the R&B divas that, you know she gave what? Aaliyah the one I gave my heart to and mm-hmm. she had uh wasn't for Monica for you I will mm-hmm. uh, and Whitney Houston I learned from the best yep like and, and of course of you know who Tony Braxton Mm-hmm. That unbreak my heart. Had everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> crying at home, sliding down the walls in the shower. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Still yeah. to this day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just someone we have to continue to give flowers to. Yes, she yes. just always understands the human emotion mm-hmm. behind the song and, and, and forces the artist to connect with that emotion as well. So. Mm-hmm. She's legendary, legendary. Very, I mean, she got the song of the decade. Unbreak My Heart became the song of the decade in 1990 to 1998. And this is around mm-hmm. time Whitney had I Will Always Love You. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. for her to get song of the decade, that was huge. I mean, Diane is another person um, that definitely needs to be recognized in the army uh, world, even though she, you know, she's white, regardless of who, what race she is, she can yeah. hit every, every person, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love about Celine Dion. I mean, because you love me. I mean, these yeah. songs, right? This woman can hit emotions from every type of person, yeah. and he make it into like a boom, a smash. And that's mm. why I, I love Diane. It's crazy because she commented on my page when oh, I did. Wow. Like, she did. She commented um, when we did. I break my heart uh, with my girl Tay House of Mine. She's so sweet. Um, she was sweetheart. Um, we did the episode on Break My Heart of my season finale of my show, Army Song Relationships. And when we did it, uh, Diane commented. She said, "That's my favorite line." I was like, "Wait a minute, whoa, wait a minute, Diane's <laughs> watching." Yes. <laughs> and not even that. She was like, "This is my favorite line." I'm like, "Okay, sis, like you that girl, but thank you for letting us know that was your favorite line, so we can kind of evoke that." But she's yeah. a gem. I love her. She's mm-hmm. a. I love her. Yeah. Oh man, Shan, you have anything to add about that? I mean, I feel like you guys have pretty much summed it up and, and said everything. <laughs> I will say, one of my. Um, one of my favorite songs I remember from her is actually going to be from the Prince of Egypt soundtrack, Voice to Men, I Would Get There. Mm-hmm. Come I remember, on. Yes. Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. honey. <laughs> yes, I think that was, it's such a, a beautiful song. I remember like having to sing it at church one time and just the the raw emotion, um, you know, with Voice to Men singing it and just the way that she wrote it, it just, you just feel it so deep in your soul. So I would just have to say that's probably one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Diana in case she's listening now. Yeah, because she's yes. a fan of Midnight R&B. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can do it, Diane. What's up? <laughs> so we have to talk about another female songwriter. Mm-hmm. I'm repping Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> Andrea Martin. Yes. Oh my God, I love Andrea Martin. 
to, I love her. to this day. Um, I know that Shan personally loves Angie Martin because she wrote a Silk song and <laughs> Shan is the ultimate you know Silk me. fan. <laughs> she wrote Hooked on You off there in mm-hmm. 1995, uh, David, <laughs> the sophomore album, sorry. Uh, but let's talk about her, her oh, uh, yeah. rap sheet. You know, of course, she wrote Monica's Before You Walk Out My Life. Mm-hmm. She wrote I Love Me Some Him by Tony yes. Braxton off that Secrets album. Uh, You're the One by SWV. Mm-hmm. And M. Vogue's Don't Let Go. My God. Mm-hmm. They wrote you know, mm-hmm. right They there. sang it like they wrote it, but they didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea penned that one. Yes, yes. I was um I was also drawn to her as a solo artist. You know, mm-hmm. she came out. She was signed to Clive Davis um, in 1998. And she dropped um, the Best of Me album. I was really into her song, Let Me Return the Favor, um, that produced by Dark Child. Yeah. I don't know if I was the only one, but it's still a bop to me. It still sounds <laughs> fresh, still sounds new. Uh, but she really uh, found success in the songwriting. I think it's so interesting when an artist can find someone that they really um, can uh, convey their message through and use as a vessel and for me that person was Angie Stone because she mm. sounds so oh, yeah. similar mm-hmm. to Angie Stone to me um, that when she started writing for her it just seemed like a natural pairing it, it was so it perfect mm-hmm. um, so there's times when I'm listening to Angie Stone like on oh, I wish I didn't miss you uh, and I'm thinking as Angie but no it's Andrea singing those mm-hmm. background vocals or, or mm-hmm. so forth you know but she's just She's phenomenal. She linked. Uh, she collaborates often with um, Ivan Mateus, so you'll always see their names credited yeah. in all the albums. Yeah. Uh, but they they have this amazing, this amazing chemistry that works, and it's soulful, but it also doesn't sound dated. It always sounds mm-hmm. fresh. So, love yeah. her. Love her. Yeah, she, I love her too. She's a um, an awesome songwriter that doesn't get a lot of credit, which I so. Um, I did my interview with Gloria Stewart. She was a co-songwriter of that song, I Love Me Some Him. And mm-hmm. it was really amazing. Like when I had my interview with Gloria, they didn't even, well, she didn't know that that song was the number, one of the number six songs of Tony Braxton's classes of all time. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was uh, on Billboard. And I mean, for that song to do what it did on the album, like I said, that album took Tony and everybody to the stratosphere. I mean, yeah. it was huge. And I love me some hymns a beautiful about because it, it was very rare you get to hear any love songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And for Andre to put her pen and singing, and I, I got the story about it too, guys. I'm gonna tell a little bit of the story. Um, the story. About, um, I remember with Gloria when I did the interview with Gloria Stewart, she was saying that um, Andre was like in love with this guy, and she just met him and stuff. And pretty much, um, I guess Andrea, she was just talking. She was like, "I love me some him," and when she said that. Gloria said, that's it, that's it. And so she was like, <laughs> she went to the shower and it was funny. And she was like, you said it. And she was like, what is you talking about? And she was like, I love me some him. That's the song Gloria said that. And she wow. took that, they did the hook and the rest was history. And they got they got placed on uh, Tony Braxton's album. So yeah, I mean, Andrea doesn't even realize sometimes the ideas or, or even her storytelling really evokes to what she does with artists. Mm-hmm. And she really needs to be recognized because what she did for Melody Fiona on that first album. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I will snatch yeah. my wig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that album is everything. And Andrea, she put her pen to work. And I was sure like, did. wow. Smoke coming out the pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, all the heartbreak I went through, child. Look, hmm, just saying. <laughs> but yeah, Andre recognized for us. I'm right. She's a gem. She's no. amazing. Absolutely, amazing. absolutely. And shout mm-hmm. out to Brooklyn as always. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
we're gonna yeah. go into one of we share this because we love 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 gordon chambers um another brooklyn person we go to same church <laughs> i took some songwriting classes with gordon mm. chambers back in the day like he is the consummate r&b lyricist uh if you don't know gordon chambers please just just find any cd booklet <laughs> and you will be enlightened um he's written over 75 for 75 artists that you you may not know but uh his claim to fame of course was uh the brownstone if you love me um yeah. now what i i've heard uh Gordon speak about this often about how this was originally supposed to be a song for Jade uh, mm. yeah uh, which blew my mind of course because I they passed on it <laughs> and I feel like it's one of those songs that got away I'm sure they kicked themselves every time they hear you know Nikki and the girl singing mm -hmm. the song because they could have had another amazing single under their belt had they put this yeah. one out you know, but I'm so glad they did because Brownstone blew this out of the water. My God, yeah. you know, and it shot to number one on the charts and got Grammy nominations. Um, I also love hearing uh, about how he worked with Anita Baker on, mm -hmm. of course, I Apologize. And the story about how this almost didn't make it on the album at all, you know, like it was a last minute. They had to rush the tape over and put it on the final master. <laughs> you know, this was before right. digital world where you could just email something. You had to run it over to the studio <laughs> to get it on there, you know? Um, but Gordon is also an amazing uh, uh, artist himself. You know, he found himself one day uh, coaching Whitney Houston for one of her songs. Mm -hmm. And she said she, he was trying to, uh, show her the arrangement and she said you know if you like if you want to sing it like that why don't you sing why don't you sing <laughs> which sounds completely like what he's that's nippy that's nippy so but it was it was the best advice she could give him <laughs> it was like you know you're right so i sing some songs so because of that he's put out his own albums and he has about like three or four at this point that are yeah. amazing and I love hearing when he gets to um, cover songs that he's done like Missing You that amazing uh, song oh, ensemble oh, yes. song off set it off uh, we know it all Gladys Tamia Shaka and your girl mm -hmm. Brandy yeah uh, he also wrote um Angie Stone No mm -hmm. More Rain in this loud yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. so Beautiful. definitely someone who's super 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 talented I love hearing um, how now his music is being sampled and other stuff. Of course, mm -hmm. we had, you know, uh, I won't name his name because he shot my girl. But, oh. <laughs> we, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know, the the newer generation mm -hmm. is being introduced to his music and they're going back and doing their research and learning, mm -hmm. you know, one of our masters. Uh, so definitely love Gordon Chambers and you got to speak to him recently. Yes. Well, yes, I did. Actually, like I said, when I uh, ran the Brady page last year, he was my first interview ever in history. Wow. And, like it was actually June 9th, um, 2020, which is crazy because that was the anniversary of Never wow. Say Now. Mm -hmm. And I for um his um contribution for one voice. That was beautiful. I just love, mm -hmm. love, love one voice. I mean, I told him, I said I almost thought about putting it as my graduation song back in 2007 because like I said, I was so obsessed with the album. Yeah. And he really brought me so much joy and so much light because this was after my father, months after my father passed. And, mm -hmm. you know, having that, you know, with George Floyd and all that stuff going on, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I mean, it was just crazy. But to have his song bring up so much light and joy and what he did for me, um, he just pretty, pretty much created me into an interviewer. So, and he, that was his job at first when he used to work in the, uh, I think at Vibe, I think if I'm correct, mm -hmm. it's Vibe. He was at Essence as well, he was at Essence, yeah. And he did that yeah. first. 
And then once he did that, um, his boss told him that you need to go out and be a songwriter because you write beautifully. And ever since then, he the rest was history. So yeah, Gordon is a forever person in my heart. Every time I interview any celebrity, I shout him out. I make sure he is recognized for what he is. And people know who definitely know who they who he is. I mean, for him to do me justice and him to open the door for me when nobody didn't, I have to forever honor him because he is a gem and his pin game is not nothing to play with. And I tell people all the time, don't let, don't be fooled. Gordon can write. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He is so, no joke. He's forever my fave. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Gordon. Cause yes. we know that he, he going to check us out. So we love Gordon Chambers. <laughs> I will. You probably let him know. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, oh, so all right. moving right along. Our Who next songwriter we have is Neil Seal. Ooh. Yes. Now, this is a name. This Pen. person needs all their flowers. And <laughs> one of my favorite, my favorite Usher, Usher, Usher hits. Yes. Nice all your favorites. Let's all talk my, about all, my all your all your favorite. But ushers. this one is one is one of my really fun, one of my big favorites. So yes. <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna have to be more specific because Mayuel actually wrote seven of the nine songs on the My Way album. He did. Like, he did. like really? <laughs> talk about someone who I felt understood me <laughs> <laughs> growing up. I was like, oh, he, he gets me. <laughs> That's the one right there. You know. Uh, so Shan, talk about him, talk about him. Yes, um, incredible, incredible song. But I mean, always be my baby, my Mariah Carey. Mm, I got who? Me, who? You, you know, your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite is Mariah Carey, you know. I got to be with Jagged Edge, Kick Your Game, a TLC off that Crazy Sexy Cool album, which is also one of my, mm-hmm. one of my favorite TLC songs. I mean, the, the list literally goes on I've been and on and you, on. Watching me, <laughs> and I know I you know want it. Okay. <laughs> my voice can't get as deep as I team up. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Are you now? Are you now? Let me tell you though, that that jagged edge gotta be. Mm, mm-hmm. Anytime that anyone asks me like what team I'm on, am I on jagged edge and 112, or you know, mm-hmm. it's because of this song that I always say I'm on jagged edge because this song is one of my favorite it's a good one. slow jams. This makes me think of midnight love anytime this comes on. Mm-hmm. I said wait for this to come on. <laughs> for sure. We got to talk about the escape contributions, you know, mm-hmm. did uh just kicking it. Yep understanding and my little secret mm. Oh, mm. my favorite whole song Ooh. whole song <laughs> yeah. i don't care <laughs> no <laughs> at all <laughs> it's scandalous but it sounds so good mm-hmm. it does <laughs> you know? but just this this magic that him and jermaine dupree have together like if it ain't broke never it don't need to be fixed they Not continue Usher still rock with him because he knows he's going to get an amazing body of work when he he collaborates with Manuel and JD. Yeah. Um, as well as the guests, you know, John Tay Austin and mm-hmm. whoever else in, is included in the song. But Manuel definitely, we don't we don't talk about him enough, but we we need to yes, yes. continue to give him all of his, his accolades now. <laughs> he deserves all of it. Yeah. Very iconic. I mean, he wrote some of the biggest hits of the biggest albums. I mean, yeah. it's just you, when you really have to sit back and look at those writing credits, I wish I had my shirt because I have my shirts that I read the line of notes. Shout out to my <laughs> friend. Uh, yes, I read those line of notes. When you sit yeah. back and look, wow, these people have hold so much contributions. You mm-hmm. like to sit back 
Manuel is that dude and nobody talks about him. Yeah. And it's really great. I love your show that you talk about him because Manuel definitely needs to be recognized for his pen game. He really yeah. does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's such a different, and I hate to be the old man, you know, it's such a different generation now <laughs> because, you know, oh, this um, was this was ritual for us. You know, we get yeah, our CDs yes. and we would go through the liner notes to see who did yeah. what and who, mm-hmm. who was the engineer. And, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get excited about that. You know, I read lyrics. I don't know what's what's going on. Do you get when you download the album now? Do you get the the package? The no, none of that. Okay. One, that one photo. <laughs> that one photo. That I'm one little JPEG. Photo. And that's it might it might move a little bit. And that's about it. That's all you get. That's all you get. Make a little no, twinkle just... here and there. We look Wikipedia child. That's our that's our album credits. That's look, it. That's it. <laughs> no, it was something okay. about reading. Those were my books growing mm-hmm. up, going through and reading, and yeah, so. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the young kids are doing. <laughs> exactly. So chastity, we got to talk about your homegirl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come on, I'm gonna let you set it up because I'm no. excited that you you brought this to the well, table. <laughs> I yes, I am honored to talk about this um, this songwriter, this gem who is really a good friend of mine. She actually lives in Plano, Texas. Really. <laughs> Which is so dope. Um, I love her so much. Her name is Tamara Savage, uh, Grammy nominee, dope songwriter. Um, I interviewed her um, this year for Heather Haley's album. She wrote on that, but um, she really, really got her start her magic with um, Monica's. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did the first night, and you know, became a number one hit. And every since then, her her ball started rolling. She did Monica's the first night. She mm-hmm. did Whitney Houston, um, Heartbreak Faith Hotel, Heartbreak mm-hmm. Hotel with Kelly Price. That song took off. She did the Red Rags, Take Me There mm-hmm. with Black Oh, hold on. Do you know the story about Shan in this song? <laughs> do you know the story of this song? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. So everybody knows that uh, Shan was the background know. dancer for <laughs> <laughs> this song. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're on that stage. Perfect. She was on stage with Maya doing mm-hmm. this. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. We've been looking for the footage. So all this, I've been looking. <laughs> but, yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. She did a concert um, okay. when I was a kid back at, uh, I don't remember the year, but she did a concert at Astroworld. Yeah. And she did Take Me There. And she was pulling kids on stage like to sing and dance with her. And that was one of the kids she pulled on stage. Yeah. What? Girl, no, I concert. Know. Yes. Well, yes. you know what? I'm going to send tomorrow this. And when she listens, she's going to be like, what? She's going to be there. <laughs> So, so continue yeah. to talk about her discography because um, it's crazy. Tamara <laughs> is a person that I really admire and adore so much. And um, she's just a person that really definitely needs to be recognized. I mean, she wrote Shanice's When I Close My Eyes. Ooh. He, oh, he wrote that album. It. Mm. Oh, you add that album, everything. <laughs> I actually, in Clubhouse, she, this past Monday, she, beautiful gem, sweetheart. Um, Tamara is a person that really, really um, can take. Um, her experiences and pretty much write it into songwriting. I mean, her, yeah. the first, the true story. So if you ever watched my uh, my interview with her, she could uh, she probably would talk about it, but it was really dope. Um, she also takes her experience for everything she's done and she's made it, um, you know, into pen in her work. I mean, she was with Eric Clive Davis at the time. I mean, this woman has really done a lot in the contribution. I definitely, for sure, she was with Jermaine Dupree. She talked about how great and loving he was, and he really helped her and made her into a songwriter as well. And, you know, one thing I learned about um, Tamara Savage is you have to take the craft seriously, but not even just that. Make sure that when you're telling the story, you make it convey to the audience. And that's what I love from her. 
She did Heather Headley, um, Wait a Minute. She did mm-hmm. a lot of songwriting. A lot of people um, don't know that because, you know, she's like, you know, a hidden gem. But I also, I want to recognize her for her pen game and everything that she has done in the R&B world. But not even just that. I mean, she gave Whitney Houston one of her big songs. So, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That was a big moment. That was a big it moment. Was. Yeah. A huge moment. And yeah. it's crazy because she told me she never got to meet Whitney. And I wish she would have gotten to meet her. But Really? You know, she didn't get to meet her? Wow. Wow. Me, but she, hey, hey, she forever tied to us, so it don't even matter. For real, right. Yeah. I would love to give uh, Tamara her flowers because she really is a gem. She's one of my good friends and I'm just truly proud of what she has done in the R&B world. And like I said, I'm just proud. She right now, she's doing her own thing and, you know, she's come back with some R&B music, man. Hey. I'm excited. So hey. that's definitely for sure. I'm just honored just to even talk about it because she's really a big songwriter that a lot of people um, don't know about. And I'm just happy to talk about her on the platform. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the songs that I really loved because I was one of those people who went through the line of notes, I was really blown away. There was a Blackstreet song mm-hmm. that I had heard um, off the wood soundtrack called um, Think About You and her name was there. And I love, <laughs> love this song. I know we talk about some of the earlier Blackstreet stuff, but yeah, this was yeah. you know, around the end of the century and just goes hard. That beat, that bass <laughs> hits you. The lyrics are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So Correct. thank you, Tamara Savage. I love her work with Soul Shock and Carlin, really. Oh. Like, magic. <laughs> Magic. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and then I forgot she did TLC's fan mail as well. She was also mm-hmm. a part of. She's been a part of a huge yeah. project. Was it in my life or was it? Was it? I, for, I, I forgot the song, but oh, she did Mar Braxton song getting on too. She did that too. She wrote uh, that. Yeah, song. yeah. So it's like her pen has been everywhere. It's mm-hmm. like this, this, this woman is talented, and then just for her to do what she did and. For her, to, for me personally, as a, a friend of mine, you know, she's just a beautiful spirit. I mean, has a beautiful heart, but she really comes from the pin game family that I'm really proud of. And like I said, she she's really a gem, and I just love her so much. So, but shout out to the Black Street. She's gonna be really excited. Hey, <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I say it often. I love this show because we get to talk about like tomorrow, and we got to talk about Manuel Seal, and mm-hmm. you know, they deserve yeah. all this credit, you know. And they do, yes, yeah. So I'm glad we're here <laughs> to do it. All right. So another person who deserves um, some flowers is Brian Alexander Morgan. Oh, mm-hmm. Bam. Bam. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, he doesn't have like the the breath of like working with everybody, but mm-hmm. he didn't need to because <laughs> he found his sweet spot yes. by working with Coco and Taj and Lily of SWV. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering who was responsible for every damn song that is amazing out of these girls' <laughs> catalog, it. it is Bam. Uh, I'm so into you and uh, always on my mind mm-hmm. and just. Uh, Anything, everything that this man writes, these cranes, like everything over the course of their entire career, he's managed to come through and he just knows them so well. Mm -hmm. He knows those voices. He knows what they should be singing, what their subject matter. He's really shaped the group, um, the fourth Mm -hmm. member of the group. You know, he's he's worked with other people. He's worked with Usher. He's worked mm-hmm. with Urban A, Martha Wash. You know, but it's really the work that he's done with SWB that shines brightest. It uh, is. And he always, I, I follow him just to see what he's up to because he's always in the lab creating and always. Uh, yeah, just a consummate, consummate. 
Put them on top love, about someone else. <laughs> love ma'am so much. The only thing um, I can say about ma'am, what I love, um, shout out to my friends, the RB representatives, um, JR and Elise. Shout out. Um, they did an interview with uh, Ryan Alexander Morgan, and he nice. talked about where he get his inspiration of writing, and it was coming from Stevie Wonder's album, um, "Songs of the Kid Life." Mm. So that's how, and you really understand his songwriting and his the way he comes with lyrics. He takes the ingredients, or not, not even that he studies that album, and ever since he talked about his connection with the album, that's how he makes storytelling with his music. So that's all I want to say about, about Bam. But I mean, he was really inspired by Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder is one of his biggest heroes, and think about it, it's like wow you think that's how the connection kind of rolls but yeah he loves stevie that's how he connects with them and that's how he connects with swb so wow, yeah wow. I'm right to play with mm-hmm. crazy crazy yeah all right so moving right along on our list we have the amazing i mean words can't really even describe we already this. dancing we're already moving me and Chester, <laughs> can't even moving describe back. this next person on our list i mean we have yeah. incomparable missy Elliot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, music was never the same. It was never the same. <laughs> the music, it was not, not at all. <laughs> it I just mean, shook everything up. Like, it, is this it rap? Is, is it, it R&B? It can be everything. <laughs> There's like, no like limit. There's great, no bounds. great fusion between the two. And with her and Tim Lam with those beats paired together, I mean, they just ate magic. Yeah. <sighs> One of my favorite, favorite, favorite Missy songs to this day that she is written was for Aliyah, and that's the four-page letter. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Never, ever, 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 ever gets old for me. It does that, not. That album, I mean, yeah, one in a million, yeah, that song. True. And Hot yeah. Like Fire, you know, I love me some Hot Like Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know you do. Just every, everything. Yeah. Aliyah, I mean, it just goes back to, you know, just Missy being a... a uh, MC, you yeah, know, and yeah. and the way that she approached R and B music was mm-hmm. so different. She approached it as a rapper would, you know. Yeah. So the she rapped, she was able to rap these smooth vocals around mm-hmm. these syncopated hip hop beats, you know. And it's something that we had never. It blew my mind that, that you know when you had like mind. a Stilo or where my girls at yeah, or um, a get on the bus <laughs> or something. You ultimate know. favorite confessions. I mean, oh, oh, confessions. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And then even being able SWB, can we mm-hmm. let's talk about crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica. She, oh, Monica. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the Monica. Her When her and Monica <laughs> get together. New Monica. Just, just all hit. that. Hits on hits on hits. That's Gunica. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Gunica. That's Gunica. That's Gunica. Exactly. Uh, of course, working with Total on yes. Trippin' and some of the songs on that album. I mean, Nicole uh, Ray. I mean, just, she, her list just goes on and on. But then <laughs> even, um, you know, I spoke about this. We just celebrated Missy's 50th mm-hmm. um, and her birthday. And I was talking about a track that people don't really um, talk about, which is On My Love Is Your Love, the Whitney Houston album. She yep. wrote a ballad for Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Like, who, who does that? <laughs> and, and she's singing back up and, you know, yes. but it, it's so different for Missy, different from anything else yeah. that I'd ever heard her do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoy that as well as, you know, hello, I'm Lamb, Baby Doll off the <laughs> Butterfly album with Mariah, mm-hmm. just the yeah. way that she uh, kind of takes on. And that was the great thing about the album. Mariah just kind of uh, meeting artists where they were. Like she yeah. took yeah. on Bone Thugs and Harmony's flow, but then she also took on this rap flow for the mm-hmm. Baby Doll. She had bars <laughs> when, when she needed to for this album, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
And I also have to shout out, of course, Make It Hot by Nicole Ray. Mm-hmm. I love that record. This, does it, I don't know, who was the lady singing on the, is that Nicole at the end, like the bridge part? I, I need to go back and listen. There's like, oh, mm-hmm. I, know oh I, mean. I know who she is. Oh my it's God. like a random voice. And I'm her like, name, who is that? I think, I think I got it, y'all. Her name is Kelly Nicole. She follows me. She talks about how she's a background singer. Um, and then how, y'all got an ear. How did y'all know? That? <laughs> I was like, that don't sound like that's not yeah, usually yeah. Missy it's, will it's do not, it or not, Nicole yeah. will do it's it. But that's not. That's I not think that. I'm sorry, y'all. I think if I'm correct, her name is Kelly Nicole. She's one of the background vocalists of that. She talks about that all the time. How she was a part of it, and a lot of people do not recognize her. That is so amazing. I'm. A, I, I got y'all, but yeah, she. <laughs> how did y'all know that? I gotta look her up. Yes, yes, so, definitely. Oh, she's talented, but that's amazing that y'all caught her ear. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a part of that. Yeah. Okay. But the Come magic on, of Missy, ear. this song is amazing <laughs> as well. She has so many, so many great songs. She's very mm-hmm. Matilda and yeah. Missy can do everything. Yeah. everything. <laughs> sure. I hope I'm saying her name right now, but I think her name is Kelly. I think that's her name, y'all. But that's so crazy. Y'all taught me something, Jesus. Look. <laughs> Wow. All right. Who we got next? Okay. Next on our list, we oh. have LaShawn Uh-oh. Daniels. Wait a minute. You, you, tossed, you tossed the head Big back off. We got to let Chastity take this one. Go yes, ahead. Talk go about ahead. Shiz. Rest in Big peace. Mm-hmm. Oh, LaShawn Daniels, rest in peace to him. He was a gem. He really, when I say y'all, he brought something out of every artist. Mm-hmm. He is the artist that everybody goes to when you want to hit notes and you want to get something out of you. Like, mm. for what he did for Brandy, um, and I love LaShawn's story, um, Kim Pyre, I remember I had uh, watched the interview last year on Kim Pyre, uh, they did an interview years ago, and they were talking about the full moon era and stuff, and he was just talking about how he really, you know, brung something out of her and how the way he makes, you know, people feel and talk about their stories. But with Brandy, he's he was very sensitive to her and he really is protective over her because I think when they work together, he brings something out of her. I mean, lyric-wise, songwriting-wise, he brings those feelings of emotions out of that girl. And what I love about yeah. LaShawn, um, what he did with Dark Child and, you know, Rodney and Fred and the Child, mm. all of them. Mm. Of the death, but LaShawn was really the voice behind those lyrics. And a lot of Absolutely. people don't talk about that because I know we go to Rodney and stuff like that. He was mm-hmm. producer, but thinking back um now and so a lot of stuff, he really, really was the person behind the voices of voices. Like he did so much with Tony when he wasn't man enough. Whitney Houston, yeah. um, you know, it's not right, it's okay. I mean, he he really, really did a lot for a lot of artists. And yeah. you know, so he's no longer here. I mean, he really, yeah. really Put his pen to work and he put his vocals to work for everybody who he's worked for Tamar Braxton I mean the list goes on and on mm-hmm. he has Michael Jackson Invincible come on now oh, like yeah. oh, this yeah. man has done everything but for LaShawn to put his pen to work with Dark Child I just feel like you know he is timeless and you know yeah. his is forever timeless I mean he did say my name I mean he did so many hmm. records for so many artists he really really needs to be acknowledged for what he done in the industry and I wish he was here to know that you yes. know we Mm-hmm. But, you know, no matter what, the music lives on. He's forever in our hearts. And, you know, I love Mr. LaShawn. But, yeah, that's all I got to say. I love LaShawn because of Brandy. Y'all know that's my... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah, LaShawn, that guy. He created such timeless music. Yes. Like, it never yes. sounds old. But, you know, just going back to how he worked with the artists, I always say he really brought the church out of everybody. Mm-hmm. He made them dig deep, <laughs> you know, yeah. into 
into their vocal skills, things they may not have known they were capable of doing, he brought mm-hmm. out of them. Um, and just the amazing people that he's been able to work with. I recently just heard for the first time, and I don't know how it slipped by me, but the demo for Rock My World by Michael oh, Jackson. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which he's singing. And I was like, oh, this is amazing because Michael really was like, I just need to do what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, absolutely. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, people sleep on Michael. My, everybody think that Michael, you know, he is just great. He's the greatest entertainer. But Michael learned from producers. And that's why yeah. I love about Rosia when she talked about the story of butterflies. Man, listen. <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, Michael know how to do that written. I said, no, yeah. that's Marsha doing it, mm-hmm. even on Marcia. the final. Yep. <laughs> the master. Yeah, it's her in the background. Yeah, uh, but I saw it. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, go ahead, Michael. <laughs> okay. You know? Not at all. <laughs> but, but that's my love about, even though the greatest singers, they still learn from everybody. Like Whitney, oh, which yes. he learned from Gordon. I mean, he told the story about how, you know, certain things that they did. He, you know, they taught, I think what I've learned about singers, they teach each other. Mm-hmm. And that you can learn from other, you know, songwriters, producers, and everybody when you're making music. When you learn from everybody, like you say, everybody, you know, has to mesh and get along. But when you learn from each other, you're taking something, but you're making it into your own type of production. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I love how you said that, like, nobody talks about Michael being a student. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but yeah, LaShawn, I miss him. Oh, you, you, you almost made me cry. I could, I feel like, <laughs> because. I love LaShawn. LaShawn is just, uh, he's just a person that's truly missed. It's truly missed. And I have to, I, I have to bring this in because people sleep. Um, if you have not heard the Spice Girls album Forever, please oh, yes. listen to Spice <laughs> Girls Forever. People sleep on this because, you know, it's Spice Girls and maybe that's not R&B enough. But let me mm-hmm. tell you something. <laughs> this album, the only producers are Ronnie Jerkins and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Big Shiz is responsible for all of the Dark Child songs on it. So he really brings the soul out of them. Uh, Dark Child talks about how when he was uh, hanging out with Spice Girls to make, make the album, they brought him to a grunge club in uh, in the UK. And that's where he got the idea to change Say My Name and really give it that different sound. So because mm-hmm. of that work, he was able to create something that we really love, which is Say My Name and come back to the drawing board because he was saying that it wasn't it wasn't right it didn't feel complete even now like the song doesn't have a bridge or anything like that he's like it just doesn't need it, you know yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So, but i honestly encourage people please step outside of your comfort zone listen to this album because it is it gives you a lot of r&b mm-hmm. <laughs> elements it's, to it I love so. spice girls, yeah i mean it's ain't i mean look you just said it say my name is gonna be on candy man movies so you know how that is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> All right. So Chastity, we gonna go here. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but we will be remiss not to mention the R, the man, aside from the music, we have to talk about his contribution to R&B because it is, it is important. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's some things <laughs> and we're very cautious here on this show as well, but we, we have this kind of decision that we made amongst ourselves you know that we we still respect the work that he did give us there's so mm-hmm. many in his catalog that we can't deny and that that would be a, a big hole in r&b had it not been for yeah. some of our kelly's contributions to music Absolutely. Um, so you know we want to spend a long time but we do want to talk about some of those great songs <laughs> that he's given us you know mm-hmm. starting with the Aaliyah, the back and forth you know yes. he introduced us to 
Aaliyah, who we we love, you know, mm. uh, Michael Jackson, You Are Not Alone. Mm. Uh, one of my, my favorite um, Maxwell songs, Fortunate, which a lot of people don't really. Yes, I, that was on my list. <laughs> All right, you my song. That's my favorite Robert song ever. And it, it's, mm. it's hard to, you know, because yeah. you got to separate the man and the music. And, but, uh, but, you know, yeah. when, that, when that note comes on at the mm-hmm. mm, <laughs> you gonna hit it? Are you gonna hit it? Go ahead and hit I, it. Who? <laughs> no, <I can't. laughs> now, when you do that, I will give you that. I'll let you slide with that. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna give you. That's all I'm gonna give you. <laughs> Just changing the sound of music, really bringing uh, drama and, mm-hmm. you know, these cinematic moments onto music with, you know, friend of mine and that yeah. entire saga that we were watching with uh, down low and everything. Yes. You know, he kept us engaged, you know, um, unfortunately, <laughs> he, he did what he did and he is where he is, rightfully so. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to pay for that. But he gave us, you know, I believe I can fly. He gave us a lot to believe in as far as <laughs> R&B music. So I have to put him on the list. Um, yeah, he's a great storyteller. Yeah, he's a great, he's a great storyteller. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you, yeah. Chassie. Let me have my little R moment. <laughs> oh, look, look, let me say this. I don't be honest. Um, well, regardless, like I said, he will be always forever the, the one of the greats. <laughs> but for me, like I said, regardless of the man and the music, we cannot take away the song right now, what he's done. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, one of my other favorite songs is Laundromat by Nivea. A lot of people mm-hmm. talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it was, I can Keith, still- Bye, Keith. <laughs> what you say? Bye, Keith. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the song. <laughs> that, that was one of the songs I definitely played in um, Fortunate. But like I said, for me, I may not listen to him, but I've listened to the song to the people that he's written. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it doesn't make me think about the people about him because it's the people that he's written for. That's now, right. I love yeah. story. it's him singing. Now, don't get me wrong, child. I, like my best friend, I love her to death. She was playing him in the background and I immediately hung up in her face. But <laughs> that's that's right, yeah. That, yeah. oh, I did it in three seconds. She she died laughing. I said, well, look, I love you, but hey, that, mm-hmm. that's what I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like I have all my friends, they still listen to listen to him. But at the end of the day, you know, no matter what's happened, I can't take away the legacy he has rung into rhythm and blues. Correct. True. Well said. Well said. Yeah. So we that's what we are. We like we we can still play the songs he's written. <laughs> there you go. We don't, we don't deal with the <laughs> catalog. <laughs> right. All right. So that we gonna put it, we're gonna put a close on that. We're gonna move on. <laughs> that's cool. All right. Who we got, Shan? Okay, up next we have this candy, mm. candy bars. Love candy. I just always think about like 1999. Like that was such. <laughs> uh, it just to me is the candy the year of the candy. It, it was your right? candy. <laughs> Every everything and just that sound that she and Shakespeare. It just was intergalactic. Mm, yes, like, it was. I just hear like bubble sounds and synthesizers. Like it was. <laughs> it just takes me to a different different place where I mm-hmm. still feel like I'm not there yet. It's still somewhere in the future yeah, that we right, haven't yeah. reached yet. You know whether it's uh, no scrubs or if it's bills, bills, bills or you know our girl black pink there mm-hmm. you go <laughs> there you <laughs> go the white pink the black pink <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know yeah. and she just had this amazing when she hit she hit hard it was so it, it was amazing I love the work on writings on the wall like mm-hmm. it, it, and and she just really moved women I think into a different uh 
the next millennium oh, as far as like subject matter and, and mm-hmm. confidence. It, it, it was it was a new dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm grateful for her. I, I love, love Candy. And I'm so yeah. glad. I, it's just so crazy that she wasn't able to do this with her group like back yeah, in the day. You know, yeah. they had they yeah. had men kind of telling them, "No, this is what we're gonna put out. This is what you're gonna mm-hmm. sing." So it's a shame wow. they they missed out. They had <laughs> magic in a bottle. Definitely they, missed out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I'm so great that you you talk about Candy's pin game because I love it. And a lot of people don't talk about one of my favorite favorite. I love it. They're like, you know, Destiny Child, they're like my favorite group in the whole wide world. But another song that I really love by Kenny that nobody talks about is Single for the Rest of My Life by Isis. Isis. I love yeah. that song. Yeah. Something about that song, the way she did it, <laughs> even though I, at the time I was already singing, I was 13. But <laughs> I, Shout out to Usher in the video. <laughs> yep. It yeah. does make you feel some way, but I mean, they do not talk about Candy's pen game, but I think that's one of my favorite. I think that'd be one of my top three favorite Candy songs. I love that she mm. rest of my life. I love that song. Guilty pleasure of mine is um in tune mm. ready by in tune, oh, which is yeah. <laughs> that, uh, the <laughs> early Lloyd. <laughs> but I think it's just right. it's so brilliant to take yeah. a popular yeah. kid song and flip it in that way. It's great. <laughs> so. so. <laughs> so shout out to Candy. We love Candy. Oh, we do. We do. Yes. All right. So this one, thank you so much, Chastity, for bringing. Now we're moving into you know the people who are inspired by yes, some of our nineties uh, favorites. And Chastity said we got to put him on there, and I agree for sure. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you talk about him. Go ahead. Neo, shape Neo is one of my top favorite songwriters of this generation. He's like Mm. my number one. Um, I call Neo like aka the metaphor genius. Um, Mm. He's very like dope. I love his pen game. He he can when I say baby faces son like he's baby faces son he really can come from a woman's perspective and make it so deep and so real i yeah. love what he irreplaceable i love what he did with take about mm-hmm. i love like my favorite neo i would say my favorite neo song that nobody talks about is unfaithful by rihanna i love oh, yeah I used to who's, love that, that song. who's not right. talking about that wait right <laughs> <laughs> who's not <laughs> nobody talks that about changed everything for her it is <laughs> it's like oh she's not just sos and ponder yeah. replay she got lit layers to her so did yeah. she i mean i played that song when i was <laughs> i was done my junior and you're I, going through some things <laughs> well, well, well we were dealing with hurricane katrina at the time because i lived in louisiana oh. at the okay. time um, it was crazy because I'm, you know, I was born in um, Louisiana, so I was born in Louisiana, mm-hmm. Texas, and moved back to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But at the time when um, I was a junior, like the end of my junior, going to my senior year, I would remember the top three songs that were playing was "Unfaithful" by Rihanna, mm-hmm. "Latoya Torn." I mm-hmm. remember those songs in the summertime, like, and they were and "Cassie, Me and You." Those three yeah. songs really dominated the summer, and I remember when I found out Neo wrote that, I was shocked because I had mm-hmm. no idea to write like that. I was like, he was a genius to me. And I was like, okay, this dude is something. And then Irreplaceable came out months later. I'm like, he's amazing. And Neo is just that guy that really, really um, can understand the the music and the crowd of coming from anybody's perspective. And he's Mm -hmm. really hard, but he can take your story. And like the story of Unfaithful was a true story by Rihanna because it was her story. And Mm -hmm. he made a song. So with Neo, I mean, he's done so much for so many people. I mean, Beyonce. 
Mariah Carey. I mean, he's wrote for so many people mm-hmm. and hit after hit after hit. And Neo is one of those guys that really, really can take anybody from a man or a woman or his story when you're mad, sex, love. I mean, he can make his for himself and everybody else. So he's another baby face junior to me. So I love Neo and he's a person that needs to be recognized regardless of how long he's been in the game. He's that guy. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I have to say I, that. Um, yeah. Also, I have to say that one of my favorite um, Neo songs that he's written is Let Me Love You on Mario. Yes. That song is a classic. It does not my get husband. old. <laughs> but me. You forgot about your husband. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that is uh, an incredible song. And it really just changed the game for Mario and his career. Just, yeah. I mean, he, he elevating up. him. He grew up and it just elevated him. You know, seeing him from Just a Friend to so Let Me Love You, that transition was just oh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny you call him Babyface Junior. I always used to say he reminds me of like a young, a modern day Smokey Robinson. Mm. Just his way of, you know, creating music for himself, but also just understanding other artists. And that's what it's really about. All of these people that we talked about today, it's about listening to the artists Mm because you might find gems in their own story, like he did with Rihanna. You know, same thing that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis do with. Uh, Janet, they sit down and they have conversations. And then mm-hmm. from that, they're able to create this genuine uh, story that really connects the listener. You know, you're not alone. Yeah. People are going through the same thing as you. And that's what these songs remind us is that we we have a home that we're, we're not outcasts. We're not weird for the things that we go through. Um, so it's a comfort. So we really appreciate Neo, of course, as well as all the other songwriters out there in the world, especially the ones oh, we yes. talked about today, because they really get us <laughs> from the soul first, <laughs> but they hit our souls, you know? Mm. <laughs> Come <Yes>. on. <laughs> so Neo is a perfect place to uh, close out for sure. Uh, I'm so full. This was a good, good conversation. It was. Lots of fun. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Yes. So, Chastity, we just want you to come every week. (laughs) (laughs) We got to bring you back. Come on. Definitely have to bring you back. So you you got to let people know how they can follow you and tune in because they definitely want to be a part and check out the Aaliyah uh, mm-hmm. anniversary special. But then uh, outside of that, any conversations you have and just follow you and know what's going on because you're doing yes, amazing yes. things in such a short amount of time, you've blown up and taken over. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much. And I'm so honored again, guys, to have uh, to be a guest on the show. So blessed and so honored. Thank you so much. I love your platform. I love what you are doing. Everybody can follow me on my page midnight rnb the letters rnb edition that is my instagram uh name also you can also follow me on my rnb song relationship it's now a podcast so Mm -hmm. excited about that is on anchor and spotify at the moment um i'm currently i want to definitely um I'm getting ready for season two season two has already started um i really love i really love the that angle and really (laughs) uh diving in Mm -hmm. to the heart of these these songs and yeah, it's brilliant. It really is. So thank oh, you thank for that. We're <laughs> kicking off. What's so crazy? We're kicking off season two um, with Aliyah, the late great R&B singer Aliyah. My episode one is We Need a Resolution. So I'm so excited about mm. that. Um, shout out to my girl, um, Kiana Daniels. She's actually a Detroit, Detroit native, and she actually dissected the song with me. So we're starting off season two on that. Um, next week, the episode will drop actually on the day of the anniversary, um, next Saturday, where I'll be doing my interview with Mr. Eric Seed. So excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's that one's at eight o'clock, right? Is that, that's eight o'clock on. No, so when that, is it? Uh, next Saturday at 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay. That's when we're going to the episode. And also that later on that day, I'm actually having a who's next, um, 
Who's next um, show? Actually, you know, pretty much up and coming R&B artists that want to make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli Ahmed, he, I'm going to have him on the show later on that night. And we're going to be talking about his EP 22 and the remix. And we're going to be talking about Aliyah and stuff like that. So I'm excited to do that. And also, um, my birthday's coming up. So, Ooh. so I- hey. And what are we I'm doing? What are we have- doing? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I'm getting ready to have my one-year anniversary of Midnight Army Edition. It will be making one year next month. So excited about that. And I'm just beyond yeah. just our platform, Midnight R&B Edition. The letters R&B is not A&D, but it's R&B. Yeah. Um, All right. Platform. Definitely more things are coming up. I have more interviews. So excited. I can't, I'm on, I can't say the other one right now, but be on the lookout for that one at the end of July, early August. Make sure you follow me. Make sure you follow the um, podcast. We are doing big things. And like I said, I'm so blessed. And thank you so much for Shannon Brian, Byron to have me on the show. I'm beyond elated with this. Love it so much. Oh, oh uh, it is our pleasure. Congratulations on pleasure. everything. Yes, you know, we can't we wait will to be watching. In. We will be there to celebrate you and everything Absolutely. that you do. Because big things pop and little things stop it. All right, Ziha, uh, you know what to do. Continue to spread the word about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, be sure to follow um, us on Instagram at 90s RNB University. And uh, please be sure to go to www.zumbomedia.com and sign up for a cultural coffee newsletter. Yes. We- if you have not signed up to get your cup, you are missing out because we are going hard every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with some mm-hmm. articles and just information that you may not have known about 90s. So in case you want to continue your education, that is the place to go and sign up and really learn about all the culture, all the music, all the fashion, just the lifestyle of 90s um, that we love so much and that we live for. Uh, thank you so much, Chastity. Yes, I can't thank, thank you, you enough. We are we are t- tethered for life because you are all, <laughs> girl, you are. <laughs> Welcome anytime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank sure. you so much. God bless you guys so much. You are definitely in my heart. And like I said, I am so excited to see you soar in this army industry that we are a part of and like i said we family now that's oh, it yes, y'all. definitely so I- <laughs> we gotta we gotta rehearse our performance for um 90s r&b karaoke we do we do <laughs> <laughs> keep sweating cut close whatever you do <laughs> oh man well <laughs> we gotta get out of here but thank you again all right z have you know the deal i am your professor b i'm shan your first lady and I'm Chastity Buckley. <laughs> and we love you, love you, love you for listening. Peace. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you. <laughs>